Hello and welcome to The Colour Pink, a brand new podcast. The current byline, work in progress, it's all about women having a chat about all that women stuff. My name is Abby Gibson and I'm going to be taking you through this journey. <laughs> this journey? <laughs> and this episode I am joined by my lovely friend Lydia George. Hello. That's, oh, round of applause for me. <laughs> Hello Lydia, Hi. how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you so much for joining me on the first ever episode of The Colour Pink. You're very welcome. I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. Good. If you're listening to this for the very first time, as you probably will be, as this is the first ever episode, this is a podcast that we're going to be talking about things that affect women as a whole and just talking about them because we are living in a world where um, women are really trying to speak out and... Um, why not have another podcast on the scene, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I don't think there's enough of them out there. There's definitely not. <laughs> um, so this week, we're going to be talking about body image. Now, this is... I feel like a, a massive... A, I feel like this is a, a big personal issue for, I would say, all women. Yeah. I think there's like a solid majority who struggle with it. Yeah. And I think um, it's it's a very human thing. Again, I feel like I don't want to say this too much within the podcast, so I'm going to put a disclaimer now. This is not belittling any other person's views. I'm just a girl. (laughs) I'm just a girl with opinions. And I can only talk from my point of view. (laughs) I wanted to kick off the discussion by reading you a few statistics. Okay. Now, all of these statistics are from uh, gov.uk, which was a confidence progress report from 2015, which is not that long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And they just shocked me. They really, really shocked me. So one of these... um, one in five primary school age girls say they have been on a diet. Oh my God. So that's girls under the age of 11. That is insane. That's mental. Because the thing, the thing that gets me about that is that they have not made that decision themselves. No. Like, when you're 10 or 11, well, I mean, when we were 10 or 11, mm. I certainly wasn't aware of... But then I guess with social media, I yeah. guess with Instagram and everything now, maybe, maybe younger people are... Yeah, potentially. I remember when I was in primary school, I used to throw away the fruit that was put in my lunchbox. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I remember my my mum caught me out because she went, "Did you enjoy your lunch today?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it was great." And basically, she'd put one Starburst in my bag of grapes, and I hadn't known about it because I threw them away. Oh no, that's so, such a good trick, though. I know, but I was definitely not on a diet no. when I was in primary school, and it, yeah, the thought just never even would have no. crossed my mind. Um, some more insane um, statistics. 87% of girls aged 11 to 21 think that women are judged more on their appearance than on their ability. Now, this is the one where I'm like, I just fall out of this age bracket. That makes me so angry. But that, I I would say I'm one of those people. Yeah, 100%. That is so true. Yeah. Like, in secondary school, no one cares how clever you are. It's no. literally about how you look. Yeah. Which is so stupid. I know. Like, I was always the kind of person who was into, like, maths and science. So I was very outnumbered by boys in my classes. Yeah. Especially in, like, GCSEs and A-levels. And 100%, they always thought they were, like, more smart than me. Yeah. And it, it was, like, I, the pressures at secondary school of looking and, like, acting the right way and oh, stuff. Absolutely. Oh, my God. It's insane. I, I looked terrible in secondary school. I didn't figure out makeup until I was like 16, 17. Yeah. You were older. I still haven't. <laughs> still haven't figured it out. And, um, and yeah, and just, I, I, it was, I did feel like I sat below other girls. Yeah. Because um, I didn't have good hair. Yeah. I didn't have good makeup. 
I wore my skirt a little bit longer than everyone else. Yeah. And because they were, you know, making more of an effort with their appearance, mm-hmm. they had status. Yeah, the popular girls. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a popular group of girls in every inverted single commas. Yeah, inverted <laughs> commas for sure. Um, and they were always the ones who knew how to wear makeup and mm-hmm. had coloured hair. Yes. That was always it. If you dyed your hair and you knew how to wear makeup and yeah, you rolled your skirt up a little bit, yeah. you were that was all you needed to be popular. And that's so stupid. Because I remember thinking like, I <laughs> believe it or not, I was once in that group of girls oh. in like year seven, eight and nine. I was in like the popular ugh, I love inverted commas. So many inverted commas. Um, but like, I remember just thinking like, these people are missing out on so many friends because they don't wear makeup. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, I, That's why I sort of transitioned out of that group because I found these people and I was like, you are so nice and you're so clever and interesting, but like no one pays you any attention because you look normal. Like yeah. you just look like the average girl, which is so stupid. Yeah. And I think... It's mad for those because I obviously I did kind of feel the pressures like that I needed to wear makeup, but yeah. I got to an age where I sort of like I'm terrible at this. Yeah. Whatever. I'm leaving school in two years. Um. But what you know these inverted comma popular girls mm-hmm. must have felt. You know they must have yeah. felt an even bigger pressure than us. Yeah. I suppose because if they ever came into school looking less than gorgeous, yes, they were like thrown out. Yeah. I mean, they probably were. (laughs) I never knew a case of that happening. (laughs) They were expelled. Yeah, you are right. There must have been so much pressure to, like, keep that up. Like, Mm. they'd set a bar for themselves that they had to, like, keep up with. Like, school is hard. It is hard. I can't imagine. I know um, a lot of my friends are teachers now. And the one thing that they say is that every... All the girls at school now Mm. have, like, really good eyebrows. Imagine having to keep up with eyebrows while doing your GCSEs. That's insane. I did... That's absolutely crazy. I just can't... Ugh, I don't know. I know. I know. Let's move on to another terrible statistic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is still a, it's a smallest percentage, this one. But 23% of girls aged 7 to 21 report not participating in exercise because they're unhappy with their body image. See, this this one is like a, a hard one. Mm. Because if, if they mean by they're not happy with their body image, I'm, I'm going to take the assumption that they feel like they're a bit overweight. Yeah, they don't want to be seen yeah. doing the exercise. But the way to tackle that... Is exercise. I know, that's the thing. Because it is so difficult. Because I know that I'm at a point now where, I'm sure we'll come on to this later, but I've gained a lot of weight in the past few years and I am so unfit. And I used to be quite a sporty kid. Mm. So, like, I know that now, if I walk somewhere and I get out of breath, I'm like, holy crap. Like, this is so bad. Yeah. But it's actually put me off exercise Okay. Definitely. Because I'm I think I'm almost scared of realising quite how unfit I am. Mm. But it is also like the other day I, I looked at a swimming pool and I was like, Oh, I'd love to go for a swim because I used to, you yeah. know, be a swimmer. I was like, it'd be really nice to get back in the pool and then I thought about myself in a swimming costume and like out of breath in a pool and I was like, No, I couldn't I until I'm a little bit fitter and swimmer, yeah. I wouldn't go swimming. Because you also don't want to drown. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is very true. The immediate with that story I was like, Oh yeah, no, but she might drown. <laughs> Just imagine yourself like, just ah. like ah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I I totally get that. And I'm yeah. also absolutely so unfair. But and I'm so so sad though. Yeah. Especially with young girls. Yeah. Like seven year olds. I know. Come that's on. insane. Oh. Terrible. Oh. Um this one is my favourite statistic. Right. Because it is again so ridiculous. Um forty eight percent of girls think getting sweaty from taking part in sports is unfeminine. And nearly one third of boys think that girls who are sporty are not very feminine. 
what the heck? <gasps> like I could I could go on for hours yeah, about like femininity and all of that. Um, but I feel like why do girls need to be feminine? Why is there a need for it? Like I'm, I wear dresses, I wear makeup, mm-hmm. but and you know I I'm quite in touch with like my femininity, I guess. Yeah. But it's why is it so important? This is a tricky one for me because I know now I would kill for the body I had as a teenager. Yeah. But as a teenager, I was like, I've got swimmer shoulders, they're too muscly, I look like yeah. a man. I used to stand in the mirror and do like the big muscle pose, like yeah. with both arms up, like tensing everything. And I remember looking at myself and being like, I look like a man. And I was horrified by it. Oh and I was God. always really... Like, now I'm self-conscious of my arms because they're flabby. <laughs> Before, I was self-conscious because I had so many muscles that I was like, I yeah. don't want people to think I'm weird. It's so stupid. I was yeah. so strong and so healthy. Yeah. And, like, my body was doing amazing things. But I still hated it because I was like, this isn't attractive, which mm. is so stupid. And I think that... I think this is where a huge thing it comes down to. I think you're right. We, we want to be... As, like, girls we want to be attractive yeah. like the whole for me at school mm-hmm. i just wanted a boyfriend so bad yeah i wanted a boyfriend and again i just sort of i'm, I'm feeling sorry for like 14 year old me because i'm thinking about like i wasn't that bothered it's not that i wasn't bothered i just gave up at the fact i'll never have a boyfriend it's <laughs> <laughs> like ah, oh, it's clearly not the life for me yeah i do think luckily i think that is something you grow out of because mm. i think you do get to a point where you're like i'm just gonna be me yeah and i think you know but as a teenager that is definitely something like the the amount of girls who dropped out of sport before I did because they you know didn't want to be seen as sporty yeah it's just it's insane like oh I don't know I know. It makes me angry that it is it's mad um and I just think I I like to think that once you get a little bit older and you sort of like understand like your body and yourself a little bit better because you can look at like the amazing like how many um amazing female athlete athletes yeah that are out there um especially you know when you have the Olympics and there's, yeah. there's so many and it it does i think it does make like being strong and like actually achieving something yeah. that's what's attractive yeah and that's what should be attractive yeah definitely mm. and i do think we are getting to a point where as a society i hope that we're getting better at accepting different images of what a woman is you know mm. you don't have to be this typical feminine body anymore yeah. like i do like to think that we are getting better with that but there's still yeah a hell of a long way to go definitely absolutely We've talked statistics now. We have. Hilarious. Um, (laughs) I want us to move on and talk about um, our own personal experiences with Mm -hmm. our body. My experience, I consider myself, where I am right now, quite body positive. Mm -hmm. Minus a few things that I would want to change. Yeah. (laughs) Boobs. Uh, (laughs) But, I mean, who who doesn't have anything they wouldn't want to change? Exactly. But I had a really weird one, I think, because dressing for your body yeah that's the main thing I've always really struggled with and Mm. I still think I struggle with it now because I'm I'm half like you know in the fashion magazines and it's like dress for your body it makes you look so much better and also but I'm a five foot small boobed big arsed yeah you know 20 something and I want to wear like things that people who are like have nobody at all look amazing in. Yeah. And by body, I mean they have a body. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're they're like slim, more like athletic figured. Yeah. Um, I've always had quite a large bum, but I never knew. I know that sounds kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. But stay with me. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Like, um, basically the thing was that I never understood was when I was wearing a skirt for school. You know, everyone rolled the skirt, but I didn't. I yeah. didn't want to be that one girl who's got it past their knees. So I'd roll it up, and I'd roll it up like once mm-hmm. and it'd be like just about above my knee but like really high up behind 
And I was like, why is that happening? <laughs> Genuinely <laughs> had no idea. Um, so that was very confusing. And then I remember like people would make comments about um, how my skirt was always riding up my ass. And I was like, I, 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 is it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, until I went to college. Mm-hmm. So in college, I did musical theatre, which meant I spent all day every day in a leotard and tights. Yeah. So that was a new experience. <laughs> and again, you're seeing everyone's body. Yeah. And that was kind of, I was like, okay, this is where we're at. And everyone seemed really confident. Mm. And I don't think they were. I think it's because we just had to be dressed like that. Yeah. Like, so everyone was, they just had to deal with it. That's when I realised I had a big bum because people started commenting on it. Like, properly commenting on it. Hmm. Like, and mainly, uh, the boys. And I cannot tell you how many times over college uh, my ass was smacked, I was grabbed, and things like that. But at the time, I was getting attention from boys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Terrible. Um, See that? Yeah, again, whole other issue. But um, sort of from there, but it was sort of the attention I was getting that made me think, oh, maybe I am attractive. And I think it's... It's kind of hard because the the place that I've arrived at is that I like my body. I think I have an okay body. It's the one I've got, so I'm gonna have, I'm gonna deal with it. Um, but the way I got there was mm. kind of weird. Yeah, because it's I I don't think anyone should get their validation from what other people think. Yeah, but that is kind of how I got there. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that is the easiest way, though. Yeah. Because you believe other people way more than you believe yourself. If you stand in the mirror and go, I look good today, and then someone else goes, you look good today, you believe them mm. way more than you believe yourself. But I think there's a problem with some sort of um, heterosexual girls Yeah. where they, um, it has to come from a guy. Yeah. Because for um, my sister, for example, she... I would say is probably one of these people. Whereas I will tell her she's beautiful, you know, she's she's gorgeous. Like and she again, gorgeous body. Mm. But because she's not hearing it from a guy at the time, I don't think I genuinely don't think she believes it. And I think that would help. Yeah. Which I just it's sad. Yeah. But it is definitely true. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. I would say I've literally I do not remember a time I ever liked my body, mm. which I realise is quite a sad statement to make (laughs) but I think it's true because when I was sporty I hated my shoulders and I hated my muscles and I hated that and then I pretty much went straight from there to being fat I'm not (laughs) I mean I am fat do you know what I looked last night at my BMI because I'm currently doing some stuff um and I am at the top of the obese scale no you're not I am on BMI there is Healthy weight, overweight, and then obese. And I am literally as far as you can get into obese on Are that scale. Are you joking? No. So, to paint a picture of me, <gasps> that's probably done a pretty good job. I'm not, no, She's... I'm not morbidly obese. I know I'm not. I have about three stone to lose until I'm in the healthy weight range. Okay. Are you joking? No, I know. There's nothing left of you. I know. That's the thing, though. My body hides it quite well. And also, my baggy clothes hide it quite well. Hey. But I will There's say, a pro tip. On the, before you carry on, yeah. on the BMI thing, the BMI, I don't believe no, the BMI yeah. is accurate at all. I've always been overweight on BMI. Like, even when I was sporty, I was overweight mm-hmm. and I was definitely not overweight. Like, it's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't take into account muscle. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm not, I'm not going to listen to BMI that much, but it's a nice indicator but that, but to that's, kick me into That's quite, I mean, when you read that, that yeah. must make you feel awful. It literally, it just popped up because you have to put in like your height, your weight, your age and your gender, I think. And then it popped up with this scale and it just said obese. And I was like, 
Oh, wow. That's a little kick up the bum for you, isn't it? Oh, my God. But, yeah, so I've obviously gone from being incredibly fit and muscly to being clinically obese <laughs> um so it's been a, it's been a it's been a journey um <laughs> yeah no so uh, where I am right now is bigger than I want to be and the biggest I've ever been actually right now um and it's a struggle I cannot mm. lie um I can't remember the last time I looked in the mirror and was like I look good today actually I can and then I went out for a night out and a guy asked me if I was pregnant and just to confirm I'm not. Oh my gosh! That, so that, that was a bit of a killer. I can't lie. That whole story, because you, um, for the listeners out there, yeah. Lydia um, is a YouTuber. You do YouTube <laughs> videos. I can call you that. <laughs> okay. Five hundred subscribers. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, and you did a video about this. I did. Um, and I was on this night out with you. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't really remember it. You were very good to me at the time, though. You dealt with it. Apparently really well. so. Yeah. Um, but I remember watching the video, and you cry. Yes. I do. And you were shocked that you were crying. Yeah, it was weird because I, at the time that he said it, I was just like shocked. And I think I went into that mode because I'd gone over basically to this guy because he was hitting on one of our friends and yeah. I felt really uncomfortable about it. And I just wanted to check she was okay. So that's why I was there. So I was already in a bit of a like protective mood. Mm. And then he said that. And I think I literally just like in my head gave him like the middle finger and walked off essentially. Yeah. Um, and I did just walk off and I was like, you don't deserve my time anymore. And I walked away and I think I was just so shocked. And I do remember wanting to cry at the time, but I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let it run my night. Yeah. And then when I woke up, it was like all I could think about, but I just wasn't expecting to cry. I don't know. I think because yeah. I hadn't cried at the time, I was like, well, I'm clearly okay. And then, yeah, as soon as I sat down and started talking about it, it literally just like waterworks mm. were flowing. Cause that's hurtful. Cause like for as yeah. long as I've known you, you've been having like a journey, like yeah. with your, I've known you for about, oh, I don't know, like it, two years now. Two years, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and you've had like a journey with like your weight and your your body image yeah. and all that. Um, and I've like I wa- I watch you like lose the weight. Yeah. Um, and I just I I remember like the difference it made in you. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it's it's really frustrating because I'm definitely a stress and comfort eater. Like yeah. I'm one of these people who, when I'm ill, my appetite gets bigger. <laughs> when I'm stressed, my appetite gets bigger. Like yeah. I just I'm such an eater, and I love food. Um, and also, like, obviously, uni culture brings alcohol mm-hmm. and pub food into the mix, which never helps. Um, so I think I have... It's been a struggle. And, like, yeah, like you said, obviously, last year I did Slimming World. And within three months, I think I lost a stone and a half. You like, over a stone and a half. You proper went in on it. Yeah, and I, I ended up being, like, just over 11 stone, which was, like, so light for me like when I was at my fittest I was 10 and a half stone right so that shows you that like just over 11 stone was so so good for me yeah and you know I never talk about my actual weight but here we go um now I am over 14 stone really yeah so I am three stone heavier than I was this time this time last year which is insane in my head like I can't lie when I went back to swimming world and I got on the scales again it said like over 14 stone I was like because when I started Slimming World last year, I was 13 stone, one and a half. So oh, I'm actually okay, yeah. over a stone heavier than when I first started Slimming World. So I think it was all just like, ah, like I've got a lot of weight to lose to get back to where I even started, which yeah. I think was just such a big shocker. But yeah, it has been very up and down. And it's kind of frustrating that I didn't stay on the down. But I'm hoping that like this time, you know, I'm going to yeah. go down. But as you there, say, but... we are massive. We're third year in university right yeah. now. We're not in like... 
like a, str- a stressless yeah. time. So yeah. it's it's a tough time for you to be trying to do this. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think the thing that I really, really want to get to grips with is being positive about my body no matter what. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like, Because I know that, obviously, according to the BMI scale, I am not at a healthy weight. And I want to be healthy at the end yeah. of the day. I don't want to cause myself any like health risks by being overweight. So I do want to lose the weight. But more importantly, I want to get to a point where I can look in the mirror and I'm like, do you know what? I might have put on weight, but I look good. And Mm. I just want to like accept and appreciate my body because, you know, it works. I breathe. I have all my limbs. You know, I have I have an able body that serves me very well. And I think I want to get to the point where no matter what it looks like on the outside, I'm still appreciative of it. Yeah. And I still feel confident. Absolutely. And I think that's the really, really important thing with body positivity. Yeah. Is because um, the body positivity movement, like in the mainstream, um, it's not about, um, it's not, it's not about loving your body. It's about yeah. losing weight and getting a body yeah. that you will love, which I feel like is quite dangerous. It is. It is. And I follow quite a lot of body positive people on social media. Mm. And it's quite nice because like sprinkled into the perfect Instagrammer feed that I have. Um, is like the odd photo of this like plus size girl in her underwear just looking absolutely gorgeous. And yeah. I'm like, do you know what? Good for you. Like people are like that. And it's so nice to see. Is that helpful for you? It's so helpful. Yeah. yeah. And like there's a girl that I follow. Um, she's called Megan and her Instagram is body posy panda, I think is what it's called. And um, she posts videos like every week of her literally in her underwear, just dancing in her room. Yeah. And like her whole body jiggles. And she's like, I don't give an f do you know what i mean she's like i don't a care flying flip exactly <laughs> um because she's like i'm thankful for my body and she's yeah. actually um she used to suffer from anorexia so she's actually oh. overcome an eating disorder and she talks a lot about eating disorders and how like almost fake body positivity stuff yeah. can really harm people with eating disorders and like you know calorie counting and all that kind of thing is just like Absolutely. not good yeah and i think i was going to sort of touch on like not calorie counting but mm. um obviously you're saying that you want to love the body that you're in yeah. no matter what it looks like yeah but you still have that number you know yeah. that number that you supposedly are yeah weighing over you yeah it is weird because like I, i'm yeah it's hard trying to balance the the thought of like i want to promote that anybody you're in is you know beautiful and you should feel confident mm-hmm. in it but also i want to be healthy and i think that's a personal thing to yeah. be honest i think because i'm used to being you know a relatively slim healthy girl I think that's just where I want to be and I think a lot of people would look at the body I'm in now and be like wow I would love to look like that and I am so appreciative of that and I think the thing about body positivity is that every single person has a different image in their head of what they want to look like yeah um and I think that's really important to remember like I think essentially what we need to do is stop comparing ourselves to other people absolutely but it's so much easier said than done I know It's, it's even little things like um I lent a dress uh, to one of our friends yeah and um <laughs> she looks so much better in it than me because <laughs> for me yeah my sort of struggle with it is um not so much but the weight is like the shape of me yeah because uh you know how like apparently i'm a pear shape i don't know how i feel about that yeah that doesn't make it sound very pleasant exactly it? like because the, the main one that everyone always wants to be is an hourglass mm. which is you know big boobs small waist big, big bum. bum yeah and um that's not realistic no it's really not (laughs) and the fact that like so because i'm a pear shape i'm not allowed to wear um like busy patterns on my bottom half i need to only ever wear like tight things on my top half and i don't want to i don't want to like limit what i have to wear 
no like that's my main thing yeah i think that that is it is tricky yeah definitely because i found as well with obviously my body's changed a lot Mm -hmm. um and i used to be kind of hourglass but very like natural hourglass like i went in a little bit and came out a little bit like it wasn't kim kardashian you know um which is fake but (laughs) um allegedly (laughs) claimed by lydia um but no obviously my my body has changed a lot which means that i'm now in a similar position of like i'm struggling to know what to wear yeah um because all the things that i'm used to going into the shops and looking at now when i try on even in the size that i am now still don't look as good because obviously i have lumps and bumps in different places that i didn't have them before so I'm really struggling to like find my new style almost. Yeah. And those bloody mannequins in the shop. Ugh. They're so unrealistic. Because so again, I am short. Mm. That's another thing I've always been really insecure about is how short I am. Yeah. And that makes for buying most things like really difficult. Yeah. Because like for buying trousers uh, or skirts is mm. really, really hard. And then again, like short, big thighs, big hips, like I can so easily look ridiculous. And to be honest, I think I've got to a point like, I probably do look ridiculous, but I avoid mirrors. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I actually think we'd all be so much happier if mirrors didn't exist. Yeah. If we could never see our own reflection. Imagine how happy we'd be. Last year, <laughs> uh, in my flat last year, I didn't have a mirror. Mm. And honestly, I, I had no idea what I looked like most of the time. And yeah. it was great. Yeah. It really, because in first year, um, oh yeah, first year was a huge thing for me. My self confidence in first year absolutely plummeted. Yeah, for like many different reasons. Yeah. But one of the big reasons was that I'd gone from wearing like makeup most days, wearing contact lenses most days, mm-hmm. to wearing no makeup and glasses, like yeah. throwing my hair up in the morning because like I, I couldn't be bothered doing anything with yeah. it. Um and then there was a mirror staring at me every time I got up, every time I came into my room. And I was like, who is this person? Yeah. And I hated who I saw. Yeah. I hated, like, um, got terrible skin, nerdy glasses, greasy hair. And I'm like, wow, so this is why I have no friends. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope it's not why. But, <laughs> but that's, what, that's what it felt like. And honestly, the, the drastic difference of going and seeing myself like that every single day to the next year, yeah. not having a mirror at all. Honestly, I felt so much better about myself. I genuinely do think we'd feel so much better if we just never saw our reflections. Boycott mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> Smash them all. That'd be so much better. <laughs> that could be... Oh, I'm quite superstitious. Oh, yeah. Okay, you probably shouldn't do that. No. I'll I have cracked it. a mirror before. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it for both of us. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Gosh, I feel like, yeah, this is going to turn into a movement against mirrors. Yeah. I think that's about where we've got to do with this, to be fair. <laughs> and that's where we're ending. Goodbye. <laughs> I think going back to clothes for a second, yeah. I definitely think accepting when you get bigger and getting bigger clothes is something that I could not recommend more because it's yeah. something I haven't done much because I don't have the money to replace my wardrobe essentially. <laughs> and I'm one of these people who I still have clothes from like five years ago, which obviously do not fit me anymore because I'm like four stone heavier than I was then. Um, but the things that I have bought since I've been bigger literally i put them on and i'm like these clothes fit they don't feel tight yeah you know they it's so nice to put on clothes that fit which sounds so simple no it's good for your when brain you're trying to it? force yourself into clothes you used to fit in there's always that ounce of like oh i can't really breathe in these jeans mm. and like you know you have to undo the button when you sit down or you know there's there's those little things that just really get on your mind and like yeah. they really just make you feel like really awful 
I think, yeah, because I'm so against this whole dress for your shape. Like, if you're a pear or an apple or a, yeah. a banana or wear whatever you a, want. a kiwi. Wear, yeah, wear what you want, but yeah. make sure it's comfortable. Make yeah, sure it fits. Yeah, if you feel happy in it and if you feel comfortable, just wear it. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Just wear it. <laughs> but make sure it fits. <laughs> and get a belt. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Get a belt. Get underwear that fits. Oh, that's another... Yeah. yeah that is definitely true. Because obviously with weight gain comes boob gain. Yeah. Um, because that's obviously one of the first places you put on weight normally if you're mm. a woman. I always lose weight on my boobs. Yeah, it's the first place it fluctuates from. Yeah. It's really, really strange. But I went from a B to a D mm. and didn't do anything about it. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to buy new you're underwear. You're like knocking yourself out every Genuinely, morning. Genuinely. <laughs> and like, there are bras that I still wear now that are like Bs and Cs. And like, my boobs are basically falling out of them. And I'm like, why don't I just get some yes. that fit? And I'd be so much more comfortable. Yep. And like, it, it takes away that constant reminder that you've gained weight, I think. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, if you're wearing clothes that are too tight and you're wearing underwear that you're falling out of, it is literally just a constant reminder that you're not who you used to be. And I think yeah. that is so harmful on your like mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Buy a bra that fits. Yeah. Go for a bra fitting. That's something <laughs> I'd never done. I feel like I, that's what I'm going to call this episode. <laughs> buy a bra that fits. <laughs> Love it. Body image. Bracket. Buy a bra that fits. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do, do that. Yeah. Good plan. <laughs> um, amazing. Um, do you have any more experiences like with your own like body image? Any any other like incidences you want to share? Oh, goodness. Have I? I mean... It's not been confirmed, but like it, it's I've got to the point where when I see people who when I'm at home and I see people I used to go to school with, I walk away and I'm so aware because we've all done it. Mm. I'm so aware that I'm that person that they walk away from and they go, God, she gained weight. I feel like it's the first thing you notice when yeah, you haven't seen someone for a while. Definitely, because I've done it to someone that I used to go to school with. And to be honest, they reached out to me when I posted that video. Yeah. And they were like, I've been really struggling. And, like, I had noticed, and I'm so aware that I am that person to other people, that Mm. they will look at me and they'll go, oh, my God, she gained weight. Mm. And, like, that's obviously never been confirmed. No one said it to my face because that would be (laughs) really shitty of them. Um, But, yeah, I think that's something you have to kind of shrug off. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've changed. You've probably got a few more wrinkles than you used to have, you know? (laughs) Like, your hair might be thinner. I don't know. Like, everyone changes. Do you know what I mean? It's been, like four years since yeah, I left school like absolutely. I'm bound to have changed in one way or another and it just so happens that it's been my weight yeah so I think things like that just shrug off and when people make comments like that was the thing obviously I made that video about that comment that that guy made to me and the amount of people who reached out to me and were like I've had a very similar thing or like mm. you know people have said this to me people have said that to me and it's just people can be idiots <laughs> <laughs> choice words people are assholes they are assholes. people do not think before they speak they really don't and a lot of the time they don't mean harm by it like that guy yeah. who said that comment to me honestly looked really apologetic after he said it and i was like no i'm not and then just walked off i mm. looked at his face and he he did look so apologetic because i don't i genuinely don't think he'd meant any harm by it i think he was just making conversation so try not to take it personally, which yeah. I know firsthand is really, really hard. Mm. But like, I think when you realise that they just don't understand your body and that, you know, your body is what they it is. They know nothing about you. Yeah. I think as soon as you let go of that, you can just be like, oh, well, never mind. It happened. Yeah. Let's just move past it. Absolutely. 
My main thing is when people haven't seen me for a while and they go, have you shrunk? <laughs> I just don't understand why people say things like that. No, I haven't. Like, why do people feel like they have the right to comment? Did you ever on think you had grown? Yeah. People don't shrink. No. <laughs> Until they're like 80. Come on. Oh, God. Yeah, so, yeah. People are morons and they'll say things without thinking and they don't think about the effect they'll have on you. Yeah. And you've just got to get to the point, which is really difficult, but you've got to get to the point where you just brush it off. Yeah. I think the old age saying, if you can't say anything nice... Don't say it at all. Don't say it at all. Lydia George, everyone. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of The Colour Pink. If you like what you hear, you can go and follow us on Twitter at ColourPinkPod. That's colour spelled the English spelling with the U. And let us know what you think. Thank you so much for listening. Lydia, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Always. Um, where can we follow you on social media? Um, I am Chat with Lids on everything, so at Chat with Lids, and you'll find me there. Have a follow of her. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Oh, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>